Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, Episode 561. <laughs> you had to think about it because last week was weird. That's right. Because we had no power. So I almost did 560. 560 was, yeah. Who knew? Who yeah, knew? that's right. Okay. <laughs> but welcome to the show. Jeff, you've got a cool device you're going to be showing off tonight. I do, yes. Yes, I do. Oh, the number just messed me up. Yeah, no, it's it's a great device. Can't wait to show you. It's going to be good. And uh, also, we're going to be here. We're going to be hearing, but another device that's going to help with hearing. I love Jabez, and they've brought out a new hearing apparatus that doubles not just as Bluetooth stereo headphones, but an amazing hearing apparatus. Oh yeah, you got to see this. Stick around. This is Category Five Technology TV. Our live recordings are trusted only to solid-state drives by Kingston Technology. Revive your computer with improved performance and reliability over traditional hard drives with Kingston SSDs. Category 5 TV streams live with Telestream Wirecast and Nimble Streamer. Tune in every week on Roku, Kodi, Plex, and other HLS video players. For local showtimes, visit Category5.tv. Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat5.tv slash TPN. And the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Cat5.tv slash IAIB. Well, Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Robbie. I'm Jeff. I'm Sasha. And you're you. How you been? I feel like that's like, uh, what was the romper, romper room? room? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I see Rev D. Jank and Agamotto. And Albuquerque, Albuquerque Turkey. Turkey. Oh, there's Garby. Orange Man. Yeah. Oh, wow. We could just, we could do on a whole show. And on. There's the whole show. We're just. And yeah, I see right. you too. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to have you here. So thankful to have you here. Now, we have had quite a couple of weeks. Last oh week my gosh, yes. last week was basically the closest we've ever come to not having a show, which we technically didn't have, have a, a show. show. We didn't have a full, complete, proper show. It wasn't our we doing. Were, we were here. We were here. Jeff didn't come in because Jeff knew that there was a problem and he's, he's on his phone going, okay, is the power back yet? Do I need to make the trip? And finally, we said, "Nah, don't don't even come. It's there's no power. There was no electricity for the entire afternoon into the uh, like middle of the night. It was wild for half of our city for no apparent reason. Like I never even heard what happened. Well, that's the funny thing. I mean, if you watch the what ten minute video from last week between my clip and yours and Sasha, something like that. It's about ten minutes. We had to do something. But if you look at the clip, I mean, I'm in my backyard and. There's no power Lovely because of this day. crazy storm. Oh, yeah. And I show the sky, and it's blue sky. Yeah, well, Sasha clouds. and I were in the... Because it was pitch black in here. Yeah. Because we, we have our windows all boarded up. Uh, but So we went out into the foyer, and it was like blindingly bright sun. I know. You, I, at one point, and I edited it out, but I actually turned the camera around to show everybody what it looked like outside, and the the camera was like white with brightness. <laughs> but it just was, couldn't handle it. Yeah. yeah. It was a beautiful, yeah, powerless day. So... So that's what we were up against last week. And, you know, so we've been here for 
561 weeks. Yeah. Faithfully, yes. every single week. And last week was the first time in all that time where we couldn't actually provide a show just because there was no electricity. Ah. Our UPSs became depleted. Like, we've got a right. really big honking UPS, but we've got a lot of equipment here. And, <laughs> yeah. and viewers like Michael are suggesting, hey, why don't you get, like, camping power and stuff like that so that you can power a laptop and a camera and do a show that way. But the fact is, is like, there's a lot of equipment here to do the show. Right. Oh and yeah. we're f- our, our video sources are 4K. And what that means is that you have to have a very powerful computer to process it. Yeah. And not to mention, you've also got to have a, a 4K input, which I don't know of any laptop that has that. Maybe right. a USB 3 right. device, yes. but it would probably be like three or $4,000 for one. Yep. Um, so it's, it's not possible. So, But that's the first time we've not had power. So... I'm not overly concerned, but the one thing that I am concerned with, because it happens too often, mm-hmm. is our internet. Yes. Our uh-huh. internet. During a live show, on a regular week where internet is doing well, viewers who are watching live know that sometimes the show will drop once, twice, sometimes on a really rough night, three times. Right. Right. And then nights like this, when we're recording, where the internet is completely down. Non-existent. Non-existent. So you notice we have no laptops in front of us because there's no purpose in that. Sasha does have her phone, and so she's communicating with the chat room live that are here to watch live. But unfortunately, not going to see this until it's available on demand. You know what you should do, Sasha? Just start messing with them in the chat room and be like, oh my goodness, you missed the biggest announcement ever in (laughs) show's history. Oh, (laughs) no. you guys. (laughs) Then they'll be sitting there going, i got to wait for a top She's going to do this and you guys are going to see this no. in like the reverse order. <laughs> right. uh, so it's like time travel for you. Right. So I finally... Now, why is this? It's because we're using cellular internet here at the studio. Yeah. We, we have to do that. We have to use some form of wireless because up until just a few few months ago, there were no other options. That's right. We're in an industrial area of Barrie, Ontario, and unfortunately, none of the ISPs have brought their cabling up, up our way. So mm-hmm. we're just kind of in a pocket where there's no high-speed internet. Mm-hmm. So, but we're right in town. It's right. ridiculous. It's so weird. It's so weird. I, last I checked, it's 1993. <laughs> so you'd think that we would be able to get 10 over 10 or something like that. Right. But, right. So the, they did bring in fiber, but yeah. it's like, because it's brand new, they're trying to offset their costs. Installation is very oh. expensive. You've got to go on a three-year contract, and it's very expensive per month. Not an option for us as a bunch of volunteers doing mm-hmm. a show that we offer you for free. Right. So I got a different ISP on the line. Um, and I, I said, like, what can you guys do to help us? Um, it's still a wireless solution because that's really all that we can do here right. other than the new fiber that's ridiculously expensive. There, there happens to be an ISP here in town who has a tower up the road from us. Oh, They okay. have bought the fiber connection. No way. They have a fiber connection at their tower. They're willing to put an antenna on their tower and beam a link to our roof. Oh, my goodness. And they'll do that. They'll install it for us for $250 Canadian, and they will give us unlimited bandwidth, and they'll do it for, they're working out the numbers, but they'll do it for between $100 and $200 a month. That's, That's amazing. It's incredible. <gasps> That's way less than we're paying right now, and it's going to be faster, more reliable. It's still wireless, so I know that it's it's still susceptible technically right. to dropouts here and there and everything, but it's not LTE. It's not cellular. It's mm-hmm. line of sight. Wow. Like, um, not air fiber, but it's, it's one of those kinds of mm-hmm. things. Yeah. That it's a line of sight point-to-point connection. So with that, it could be a much better solution for us. 
Excellent. And then hopefully we won't have this happen. So I want to go forward with that. Uh, what we need to do as a community, I mentioned that we're volunteers. I mentioned that we do this and we do it for free. If you're watching this on cable TV, you're used to that. You're used to turning on your cable TV and there are shows and you're just channel flipping and not a lot of them ask for money and it's, it's freely available when you right. tune to that channel. Right. But what we do is, is a little different because we are uh, a volunteer group that broadcast pay the bills based on viewer contributions mm -hmm. and it's not like a public broadcasting channel or anything like that but what we do we do for free and we give it away for free so right. we need to have some form of revenue in order to offset those costs so that's where patreon comes in we've got things like the links on our website that help us when you shop through amazon and right. everything but i'd really love to see more of our viewers, viewers like you, come together and say, like, I really love what Category 5 is doing, what New Every Day is doing on Category 5, all the other things that we're doing and that we're providing family-friendly, clean content. Um, you never have to worry about it. Hopefully showing you some great fun stuff as mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. and having fun together. Um, can we get some more folks to take that on and say, I want to be a patron. It only costs, yeah. like, you can do it for a dollar a month. Right. That's it. So, you know, ooh, a dollar a month, what can that do? But think about if, so we get 12,000 views a week. Right. Can you imagine if, if like, like that's, that's far out there, but what if I half know. of those people paid a dollar a month? Like, just think about that for a second. It so, would be super helpful. I mean, we'd be able to really provide, like, over the top. Yeah, I mean, I can. You know, that's true. If we had <laughs> that kind of support coming from the community, yeah, we would have our bills paid on the first of the month for the following month. We'd have right. better internet. We'd be able to look at things like the fiber internet and things like that. Yep. But mm -hmm. we'd be able to do more and do better. And you know, exactly. any complaints that I ever really get are like, why don't you guys use wireless mics? And it's, well, that's another five hundred dollars. That's and right. Yeah. We don't. We don't need to go that route. So maybe you would like to take us on it can be a dollar a month some people are giving twenty dollars a month and yeah. saying you know i really want to back this thing up and that's fantastic because that gives us a better you know bigger boost per person but um if you want to be just one of those people that says hey i want to be one of those half of the viewership that wants to give a dollar a month mm -hmm. and support what these guys do uh, we would greatly appreciate that and i would love to come back to you in two weeks and say we did it yeah. You know, yeah. wouldn't that be amazing? So please help us get there. Go to cat5.tv slash Patreon, and the link is below. All right, so enough begging for your money. Right. <laughs> but, but on I hate it too, folks. I hate it too. But on the topic of free stuff, mm -hmm. we have been giving away copies of Dead Effects yes. VR mm -hmm. yes. for free. You don't have to buy it. Right. But you got to do something for us. Yes. A handstand. That's it? No. Do they, do they really have to do a <laughs> no, handstand? Do is that in the contract? <laughs> I feel like I didn't oh, have to. Oh, okay, sorry. What do they got to do, Sasha? They have to email contest at category5.tv. That's all you have to do, really. That's it? Well, yeah. you have to, in that email, tell us who you are. <laughs> We'd like to know. Where you're watching from, how you're watching. Let us know you. We have a winner. Oh, we do have this a winner. This week we have a winner, William <gasps> Burlingham. Hey, hey William. Good job, William. Are you ready, Will? Here we go. Yes. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Here's Will's ballot that okay. he has cast. All right. <clears throat> I am an 82-year-old retired programmer. No way! Yes. How's your heart? Dead Effect 2 <laughs> is a frightening game. It's amazing. Yes. 
Yes! Maybe we should just hold off right there. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, you think you can handle it? Yes. Okay, William. Uh, I got my first programming job in the 1960s. Wow, how things have changed since then. Wow. After a stint at being a high school physics and math teacher. Cool. Huh. I now live in Huntsville, Alabama, where I work for a large U.S. government contractor. And after being retired for 20 years, I've started to relearn my electronics and coding skills with small... Uh, single board computers, SBCs, Arduino type microcontrollers. Right. Some of the things that we're showing here on Category 5 TV time. Raspberry Pis, Pine 64s, right. the XU4 uh, yeah. from Odroid. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. We love it. That's a great way to relearn, man. I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm in the process of converting my Raspberry Pi 2 network attached storage device over to Open Media Vault on a Rock 64 SBC. Woohoo! So we're going from ARM64 to the ROCK64. That can be a little bit of work for sure. Cool stuff. He says the time-consuming effort uh, of this conversion is actually taking my 18 terabytes of disk drive space from NTFS to EXT4. And he says I'm also a Linux noob. Okay. You're reading all this and I'm going, that all sounds great yeah. if you're you know, 20 to 40. He's 82? That's amazing. I'm proud of you, man. Like, I am well so proud done. of you. My, like, my in-laws contact me to figure out how to do the remote control for the TV. Yeah. Right. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there, there's absolutely nothing wrong, but they are not 82. Sure. So, well done, William. <laughs> and he got a golf clap. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha? Yes. What kind of TV do you have that concerns you about burning in an image on the screen? The only screens, this is William speaking. Yes. Uh, the only screens that have the problem that I know of are the old CRTs, you know, the deep ones. Yeah. Um, plasmas. Okay. Those are the, like the yep. big honking heavy ones with the bit of depth to them. Or uh, possibly OLEDs. Okay. I haven't heard of the OLED burning the screen. Mm. I have a plasma You've at home You've seen still. my screen. Do I have... You have an LCD TV. So it's fine. Yeah, like, I, I think so. I mean, it's a whole different technology. Okay. If I, anything's going to happen, you're going to burn out pixels, I would think. After, yeah. But that'd take a lot of time. Yeah, L LCD and LED don't have that image burned Could be home. LED. Yeah, I have a plasma at home. I've had it, oh, jeepers, 12 years maybe. Mm -hmm. um, I've never had an issue with burning an image in the screen on our plasma and and sometimes we've had a screen paused for okay. an hour and a half two hours right what happens is we turn the tv off let it oh, sit right. for a little bit turn the it the old on. plasma thing yeah, yeah. And it disappears and that's it i've never had okay. an image burning okay. the screen so be i mean you'd have to be sitting for a long time to burn that image up. oh yeah because right, we use our tv like it's that computer that we have that you know all about. Um, right. You're thinking of the TV as a computer screen, so you think, oh, I need a screensaver. Exactly. I need yeah, yeah, I hear you. Okay. How many remember having Leisure Suit Larry embedded in the CRT TV computer screen? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? I, I don't think I had... Uh, CGA graphics. We're going yeah. back here, yeah, buddy. I don't think I ever had Leisure Suit Larry. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, you were a good boy. <laughs> yeah, my first like big game was Warcraft Three. Okay, like before that, not it, quite the same genre, Jeff. No, not quite. Okay, uh, Will, who now calls himself Bill at the end of the email, says, "I enjoy the Category Five videos from Bill Birmingham, uh, Burlingham, sorry, uh, in Huntsville, Alabama. 
Thank you, Bill. Super That's awesome. cool, Bill. Very, very You cool. rock. Enjoy your copy of Dead Effect 2 VR. We're going to email you that as soon as our internet comes online. <laughs> <laughs> and amazing. be prepared. Now that I know you know lots of things, I shall contact mm-hmm. you with all of my questions. Okay. Give, give uh, Robbie a bit of a repeat, reprieve. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so we've covered all of like the housekeeping stuff. We've got some reviews to take a look at. But we got to take a break. So we'll be right back. For a limited time, get your hands on limited edition shirts from the Category 5 TV network. These high-quality shirts are manufactured by Teespring, a fundraising website, and your purchase will help support the shows we produce. Get yours today and send us your pictures to be featured on the corresponding show. Visit cat5.tv shirts to support us and get your official network shirt today. cat5.tv shirts. Welcome back to Category 5 Technology TV. Jeff, you yes. were a DJ for so many years. We've been through this before. How's your hearing? <laughs> Not so good. Not as great? Not no. as great as it could be? No. We live in an amazing time when, you know, hearing aids are quite expensive. Yes. Yeah. But we're starting to see companies like Jabiz who are coming out with amazing products. We've looked at Amp Sound yep. and some of their other products where they take, like, the Bluetooth earbud concept and turn them into a hearing apparatus that also assists with hearing impairment. Yeah. Right. Typically, they're just amplifiers. Yeah. It's not like they're, you know, meant for, like, tinnitus or anything like that. Sure. But, but still, they work quite effectively. Yeah. Did they require a doctor's visit? No. Do those ones require a doctor's visit and possibly Ooh, thousands yes. of dollars? Yes. The, the, uh-huh. the hearing aids that I require, I had them costed out, and I'd be at just under five grand. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you've got to go for an annual maintenance and like go All back to that, the yeah. oral specialist and everything else. Well, Jabiz is like, we love this company. They do a fantastic product line, but they're taking it further. Okay. They've said, okay, we've, we've had success with Amp Sound. We've shown that there is a market for a non-hearing aid hearing apparatus that assists with not deaf people, but people who are having trouble hearing and you yeah. want to be able to... So let's just make it better. Let's take that and let's improve upon it, the concept. And Jabiz is always good at this. Okay. So tonight we're looking at B-Hearing. And B-Hearing is a three-in-one device. So this one is exciting. Not only okay. is it going to assist with hearing, like it's going to amplify, boost your hearing. As you say, it's an amplifier. Yep. So it makes things louder, if you will. Um, but it also includes a remote transmitter. We're going to look at that. But okay. imagine, imagine a case where I'm on a date with my wife and I'm hard of hearing. I can put a remote transmitter on her lapel and I can right. hear her perfectly from across no the table. So that's just one example. That's We're going to look at that. Okay. Isn't that awesome? Okay. Um, that, that is like something you don't see in hearing aids. That's right. That yeah. is mm-hmm. definitely something. It's also Bluetooth stereo headphones for listening to music, watching TV, that kind of stuff. And... It can make and take calls through your smartphone. It's oh, Bluetooth. Perfect. It's huh. Bluetooth, yeah. right? So three-in-one device. Let's get a look at this thing. Okay. Um, so first of all, let's just jump right into this box. I wanted to have this one kind of on display. 
We know Jabiz is great with their cases. Oh, That's cases true. Rock. They yeah. actually are amazing. Okay. Let's uh, let's pop right in to this. I'm going to get a, a bit of a close-up shot All for right. you. Okay. So this is the case for the bee hearing. Let's get in. This is your gratuitous unboxing video of the new device from Jabiz. Okay. So we've got a manual. We've got some various sized ear attachments. This is the bee hearing device itself, which we're going to look at. But you notice there's a fair bit of accessories here, Jeff, which we yeah. don't often see with these kinds of devices. Um, so here we've got, um, well, let's get first into, here we go. They just, have, yeah. You want to move my coffee? You're afraid I that do. I'm going to spill it? I am. Okay. Jabiz always includes some form of portable charging unit, Jeff. Oh, is that what that Sasha, is? you see this? Yes. So this fits in my pocket, and the battery just snaps right in here with a magnet. Oh, Just goes okay. right in. And anytime I need to charge my, my hearing apparatus, the B hearing, I just simply push the button. Oh, look at that. And it starts huh. charging. So when I want to charge the charger, I just simply plug it into USB. It can be charging while I'm using the device. And then I carry that with me. Beautiful. Okay, perfect for traveling or whatever else. Then we've got HearLink. That's what I wanted to show you here. This is cool. This is, I think, one of the things, Jeff, this takes it to the next level. Okay. Sasha, yeah. check this out. This is great. Has, so you just, I would clip it here, and that's a absolutely. little microphone. You've got a lapel microphone. Okay. Huh. Now. Oh, well, it's got an auxiliary. Auxiliary input. And... For like headphones, I'm gonna just kind of I'm just gonna point it at him and see if he can if he can understand what what all this stuff means. Uh, receive and transmit. Receive and transmit. Okay. Well, why would we want to do that? Why would we want to have a lapel clip that can receive or transmit? Okay, we know it's got auxiliary input. Yeah. We know it's got a built-in microphone. Right. So. I'm sitting across the table from my date, and we're having a conversation. She's got this on here. I've got the be hearing on. Right. I can hear her through the microphone. But she right. can hear you. Yeah, she can. Yeah. It also includes, Jeff, an extra set of earbuds. No way. So if we are both hard of hearing or if you're both on a motorcycle. Right. Ah. Huh? Oh. Okay. Or, you know, what other scenarios can you think of? I was just at a concert on the weekend, so... To have that and then the person yeah, sitting there beside me to be able to talk to each other. I don't right. really need to get into this part of the, the system itself too much. You can understand that. I can plug that in there and set this to receive mode. Right. Now, it becomes two-way communication between me and the person who's actually wearing B hearing. Okay, so when it's in receive mode, it still is in transmit mode also. Yeah, we're able to okay. set, send and receive. Right? Perfect. Because it's using the built-in microphone to send. Right. Okay. It's using the auxiliary to receive. Right. Now, I'm going to church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. yep. Or I'm watching a movie at home on the weekend. It's got an auxiliary input. So now I can plug this into my TV. I can plug this into the soundboard. And oh. now my B hearing device is able to receive the transmission right. from the HearLink. So oh, now all so of a sudden, awesome. it's become something that is connectable. Yeah. They say it's got about a 10-meter range. I actually I set this up in here, and I walked outside. I left the studio, and I went out into the parking lot before I started losing any uh, signal. That's more than 10 meters. It's more than 10 meters. Walls. And through, right. like, concrete walls, yeah. So 
That awesome. is awesome. Now let's get a look at B hearing. So this is the device itself. It's different than anything you've seen as far as hearing aids go right. because it's not a hearing aid. Right. This is so much more. I'm going to take the battery and yep. just simply pop that in there. Yep. There you go. It's all magnets. Okay, and so, so that just goes around your neck. Yep, nothing clips. This is going to go around my neck. And you think, oh, that's kind of weird. That's different, right? A little bit, but... Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to just kind of tuck that in a little bit. Right. And then, yeah. So this has got the receiver. It's got Bluetooth. It's got the microphone. It's got connectivity, all that stuff. And then I've just got earbuds. Right. And they just look like any other earbuds, like I'm just listening to music or whatever else. There Bye. you go. Right? That's awesome. They just look like earbuds, and they're comfortable. They're good. They're metal. Excellent. Cool. I like I know, this. I know that, like, my dad was hard of hearing, mm -hmm. and he was embarrassed about the idea of wearing hearing, hearing aids. aids. You're yeah. right. So he went his entire, the entirety of his life, he needed hearing aids, mm -hmm. not the entirety of his life, but his adult life, he needed hearing aids. He would not wear them. Right. Mm -hmm. He would have worn those because they don't look like hearing aids. They, they just look, look like, like headphones. Yeah, they look yeah. like headphones. So that that bridges that gap with people. I That's would awesome. Say. Very good. Uh, I'm going to get That's in awesome. here again. I want to show you how this works. So this is going to go around my neck, and we've got a couple of different things here. First of all, we've got Bluetooth pairing, and we've got a fast forward and rewind button for our device. But also, this doubles as volume up and volume down. Then here's something that keeps us from having to go to the doctor in order to get our hearing aids adjusted. Thing is, is that I may have. I may be hard of hearing in my left ear, but not in my right, Sasha. Right. right. So I don't want the amplification happening in my right ear, but I want it to happen in the left ear quite a bit more. So Jabez has thought of that, and they've included left and right volume knobs as well. So you set the main volume here, and then you can adjust left and right. I know it's hard to see. They're just very, very tiny little dials here, but you can manually adjust like that. It's going to do up to 125 decibel gain. So wow. you've got a pretty significant gain on the on the audio. So yeah. the room noise, ambient noise. So I put this on like this with nothing else attached. I'm not I'm not going to worry about any other part of the device and just wear it as earbuds. Okay. Right. So it's um, just like a phone hearing, uh, like um, Bluetooth headset. Right. It has the inline microphone. Oh, okay. And the inline microphone actually doubles as the ambient room microphone for when I switch right. it to hearing mode. Yep, makes sense. So the amplification mode, once I'm, so if I don't want the Bluetooth mode, I can switch on the hearing mode right over here. Yep. So we just, power is over here, and hearing is over here. I hear power on, and then amplification, and it's incredible. Wow. Well, yeah. It just I all mean, of a sudden, yeah, boom. Jabez is rocked at doing the amplification. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's almost trippy because I'm in the room with you. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, I don't have to do anything else to, to make that work, okay? Incredible. So now I can sync that to my phone. Yep. I can also pair it to this. That's what I meant by sync. I can yes. pair it. I can pair it to my phone. I can pair it to this as well. The yeah. hear link. And so if we're having that conversation across the table, you and me, because it's a very right. romantic date. Right. And somebody rings my cell phone, it will automatically switch over to smartphone mode, allow me to take the automatically? call. Automatically? Automatically. Oh. They're paired and connected to both devices at the same time. Okay. And then I'll take the call. And then once I'm done, it, it will switch back right back right. over to the microphone or the aux input. Okay. Sharp. So it's kind of a crash course on be hearing 
I wanted to kind of, I wanted to show it to you. I wanted to tell you that this thing exists because it's it's really quite exceptional. Um, the quality is is very good. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. You've, you've heard hearing aids, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got a, like that amplification. It's got that kind of, um, it's not like a digital sound. It's, I wish I could let you hear it. But it, it kind of, it brings up the audio. It brings up the treble. You don't get any feedback from them like you do with traditional right. hearing aids. Right. Um, but it just enhances the entire room. This yes. would work in a situation in, in a school or a teaching auditorium sure. for any student. Put this on the work. teacher. Exactly. And give yeah. this to your student who has trouble yeah. hearing. Exactly. Or who's at the back of the room. Yeah. You know, if you've got a student who's having trouble, sure. Why not? Um, Okay. What else do we got to cover with this? Um, That's really it. It just works really great. I love it. It's sharp. It comes in a nice case. Yeah. You kind of like, you've covered it all. Just like that. Is there there an app? No need. It's Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's just a Bluetooth headset. So... Okay, so Jeez I can simple it. enough. So when I when I mentioned that there's a switch here for the amplification mode, so this is the amplification mode switch here. So if I turn that off, now I'm just in Bluetooth mode. So they operate just as if they're just a standard Jabez Bluetooth stereo right. head, headset. Mm-hmm. So listening to music, watching TV, and I mentioned watching TV. So plug this into your TV. It's got a headphone, headphone jack style input, and Jabez has in fact included the cable so that you can plug it into the headphone jack of your TV and then sit back wirelessly and be able to hear it much better. Uh, for older TVs, they've even included an RCA adapter. Wow. Yeah, so they've thought of it all. So this is going to work on your TV. Um, what else can you, I mean, Yeah. It, I think it kind of speaks for itself, right? So it speaks for itself, and we'll be able to hear it. Loud and clear. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing aids are so expensive. And as Sasha mentioned, they're not... Uh, there's like a stigma with them. Yeah. And especially, with, especially, I think, with young people. That's but I, sure. I don't think only with young people. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, I mean, a, think of if your kids have trouble hearing. Mm-hmm. Or if you have trouble hearing. Oh, absolutely. These are going to uh. work really, really well for you. I am so happy with Jabez. I love Jabez. Oh. oh, and somebody will ask this. So, um, so you see these hanging down here? Yeah. You can adjust where it hangs down from. Oh, okay. So I can actually kind of put this behind my head by just oh, and have, okay. adjusting yes. that. See that? Right. So then now it's going to hang right over by my ear. Right. Do you know what the life is, battery life? Battery life for the hearing aid portion um, is about seven hours. Um, You're going to get close to that with music or just Mm -hmm. standard, like, phone calls and things like that. Okay. Um, But the the hearing apparatus itself, the enhancement is seven hours. But again, you you carry the charger with you. Yeah. It also has USB connectivity, so if your charger is dead, you can plug this device directly into USB. Oh. And it's got a USB cable. Again, they thought of it all, so it's directly connected, and you can charge it up in a couple of hours. Love it. That's super. It's called Be Hearing from Jabez. It's brand new. Just head on over to cat5.tv slash hearing. Love it. You've got a cool device that we're going to be looking at as well. Yes. We've got to take a really quick break. Okay. A couple weeks ago, we were looking at a tablet-type e-paper device that we could write on. One of the questions that we constantly get now, what if I want to save from it? Yes. Right. We've got the answer for, for you in just a couple moments. Stick around.
Whether you shop on ThinkGeek, GearBest, B&H Photo Video, eBay, or Amazon, or even if you want a free trial of Audible, you'll find the best deals and support the shows we produce by simply visiting the shopping sites you already frequent by using the links on our website. Visit Category5.tv slash partners for the full and ever-growing list and help us create more free content like this show. Thank you for shopping with our partners, and thank you for watching. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV. A couple weeks back, Sasha, you, me, Jeff, we were looking at e-paper. Yes. If you're interested in it, go to cat5.tv slash e-paper. The one that we looked at was suited to our needs. We right. just want to do away with paper on our desk for those quick one-off notes exactly. that we just need to take and then wipe. Right, exactly. Just oh. just the stuff that I literally would just write and shred, right? Exactly. Shred. Yes. Yeah, and that's me. I've done away with the paper on my desk at work. Yeah. People like Jeff, however, and some that people in the work. chat room, you ha we had this discussion. Uh, I really need to be able to save my notes. That's right. right. Because I go through a ton of paper. I have, I mean, a whole whack of different clients that I deal with. Uh, I've got books for each one mm -hmm. of notes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you many, how many thousands and thousands and thousands of pieces of paper I go through, uh, you know, on a yearly basis. Right. So I wanted something that allowed me to save. Now, I do know with the, the type of devices that we were looking at a couple of week, weeks ago, you can take a picture on your phone using sure, something like if you needed to. Yeah, yeah, Evernote or something, and it can convert it to a PDF. But I'm like, I don't want to go through that work because mm -hmm. then right. it's, oh, hold on, just play. Right. You know, take, it's not worth it. So I wanted something that was quick and easy. Mm -hmm. So I did some research, and I ran across this, the boogie board. The boogie board. Now, boogie boards have the e-paper devices in different sizes and whatnot. Like right. we were talking about where you just hit the button and it races. Mm -hmm. But they have a boogie board sync which is this device. It's, okay. it's a 9.7 inch and it has Bluetooth connectivity. Oh, as well, I can huh. use a USB um, cable to connect to my computer. So I can upload the files either through Bluetooth or I can do it through the, the sync cable. Okay. So it's, it's a really simple device. All in all, three buttons. You have the power button and then you have save and erase. That's it. It's, okay. There's a there's a built-in hard drive in this so that as you ah. you know you know finish a piece of paper, you hit save, then it'll flash a couple times. You know it's saved. You hit erase, and then you keep going. Oh, fantastic! So like the meeting I was in today, I had 11 pages of notes. I'm just writing away. Yeah. Fill the page. Hit save. Off you go, and then Unreal. erase it, and then just keep going. Now, with and Bluetooth connectivity, can you then, say, send it to the other people in the meeting right then and there? Or? Uh, I, I could. So mm -hmm. because I would, was connected to my device, it uploads to my phone automatically. Nice. So at that point, I could be like, hold on, let me send that to you. And then yep. I can email it to them if I want. Or if their device connects to it, they would have access to it as well. Right. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So I'll give you, I'll just kind of show you how it yeah, works. Yeah, okay. It's really Let's get quite, right in there as well. Yeah, really quite go. easy. So... It, just like the device that you showed last time, it's a simple screen. So, hi, world. I'm doing this upside down. There's no judgment here. Judgment free. Judgment I'm judging. Free. There you go. That, that, that looks not bad for not being <laughs> able to see the screen looking at a monitor in reverse. So that's hi, world. So if I don't like that, I'm like, ah, I made a mistake. I just hit the erase button, and it's gone. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Just so, like the ones that we have. That's right. Yeah. So, bye. 
So this is the one I want to save. Oh, for sure. So you'll it's see art. the indicator. So this is the green flashing light that will tell you that it's saving. And then there's my flashing blue, which means it's connected to my phone. So uh, I want to show you if you can throw... We're going to throw my phone up on the screen. Okay. I'm sure. I'm show this to you. So there is... You're going to need to move over there, though. Oh, there, there we go. <laughs> so that is the... Uh, the, the app there you can download. It's called Sync from Boogie Board. Okay. okay. So I'm going to open it up. Now, if I hit the save button, and I'm going to show you on the... So I'm hitting save now. See how the green light's flashing? Yes. Then the blue starts flashing. You're going to see under new pages on my phone, one page. It just oh. showed no up. No way. There it is. Bum. That is too cool, Jeff. Wowzers. Simple, easy, like instantaneous. And then from there... I have the ability to save it as an image, a PDF, a video. Why I'd what, want to save it as what, a video, yeah. I don't know. I haven't bothered figuring that one huh. out. Um, one of the other things is I can also do live notes. Like I'm typing no way. on my boogie board. I could do a live huh. right there on the screen. Okay, I'm in love. And with connecting this to my computer as well, if I'm, say, doing a presentation at work and I've got my uh, computer up on the screen... Yeah. I can have the cable connected from the boogie board into the laptop, and then I'm going, okay, and so then you want to go here, yeah, like then you want to tap now it's the a presentation here, device as throw well. it over here, and then make a, a shot there into the end zone. Right. <laughs> and, and that's it. And then when I'm done, I hit erase, and it's gone. Sweet. Like, it's absolutely beautiful. Wow. I, I love this device. I love it. There's, there's nothing bad I can say about it and then from there if I want I can like I can delete that I can move it to a different folder I can rename it to something so I'm just going to delete it I don't need it it's gone it's off my device it That's is it. beautiful so yeah and if you have multiple pages so like here's my notes from today you see oh and like, it puts it all on yeah it's all organized into one device and so that's those are my notes so there's 10 different pages I can open up each one, see them, zoom in. It's all PDF, and then I email it to myself, and poof, I got my notes. Beautiful. So, yeah. Jeff, where can we buy it? And can I, I can't switch. Oh, there we go. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to switch the camera, and it wouldn't work. Okay. So you can get it at cat5.tv slash boogie. Boogie. B-O-O-G-I-E. Ah, Not quite. Not boogie. Not quite. <laughs> but it's an absolutely I love stunning, it. stunning device. Um, it, 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 that is it, like fantastic. Absolutely, the next, the next level of e-paper right. right there. I'm yeah. happy with my e-paper device. Me too. Like it absolutely. really works very, very well. Right. I can see that I would also be happy with a boogie board. So, I saw, <laughs> like this showed up in the mail yesterday at yeah. the office. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's so exciting. So today I got to use it for the first time. I'm in the meeting, and everybody's going, "What are you doing?" Like, oh, I'm typing all. all I'm just writing out all my notes, and they're like. Yeah, but how do, what do you do with it? I'm like, oh, it's all right here on my phone. They're like, are you serious? <laughs> so there's an entire row of people from yeah. the business I'm dealing with on the other side, and they're all going, I want one of those. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And then I go back up to my office, and I'm like, hey, you know how you have, a, like, in our negotiations, we can have stacks of paper sure. notes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guys, check this out. And so a few of them are like, how much is that? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm getting that. Now send them over to cat5.tv slash boogie. Yeah, right. and a portion of the sale goes to supporting Category Five TV. How do you like that? Sweet. So that's your option if you want the e-paper that does the connectivity and saves it. Well, I love thanks it. Thanks for going on out and finding that. 
No problem. It's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. All right, Sasha. Your chance to take over the show. For Excellent. Just a bit. My if I, turn. If my camera switch, my camera switcher is working. Oh, nice. How do you like that? It may or may not last it depends, through the. It depends on the positioning of the moon, or right. maybe I got to be a little closer to the server. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's coming up in the Category 5.TV newsroom. The inventor of a sophisticated compression technique fights back as Google tries to patent his work. Urban robots have been rolled out in both Dubai and China. A couple who admitted to stealing more than $1.2 million worth of goods from Amazon has been sentenced to nearly six years in jail. And a software bug meant millions of Facebook users may have unknowingly posted private information to the public. Stick around. The full details are coming up later in the show. Jeff Weston. Yaman. You're building a brand new beautiful website. What? Aren't you? No. Am I? Oh, you're a terrible actor. What? This is where acting comes into play. Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. Okay, fair enough. All right. yeah, I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? Just because Jeff is confused doesn't mean you have to be. Visit cat5.tv slash dreamhost to sign up for unlimited web hosting for your website with unlimited email accounts, MySQL databases, the latest version of PHP, WordPress, and more, and even a free domain name registration. It's less than $6 per month, so sign up today. cat5.tv slash dreamhost. This is the Category5.tv newsroom, covering the week's top tech stories with a slight Linux bias. I'm Sasha Rickman, and here are the top stories we're following this week. The inventor of a sophisticated compression technique is fighting back as Google tries to patent his open source work. When Jarek Duda invented an important new compression technique called Asymmetric Numeral Systems, or ANS, a few years ago, he wanted to make sure it would be available for anyone to use. So instead of seeking patents on the technique, he dedicated it to the public domain. Since 2014, Facebook, Apple, and Google have all created safe software based on Duda's breakthrough. But now Google is seeking a patent that would give it broad rights over the use of ANS for video compression. And Duda, a computer scientist in Poland, isn't happy about it. Google denies that it's trying to patent Duda's work. A Google spokesperson says that Duda came up with a theoretical concept that isn't directly patentable, while Google's lawyers are seeking to patent a specific application of that theory that reflects additional work by Google's engineers. But Duda says that he suggested the exact technique Google is trying to patent in a 2014 email exchange with Google engineers, a view largely endorsed by a preliminary ruling in February by European patent authorities. The European case isn't over, though, and Google is also seeking a patent in the United States. So we are... You're the legal guy. Like, how do you feel about this? Well, I mean, I don't deal in patent law, mm -hmm. but in... I mean, just on the surface of this, this guy's got a great case. The fact that he oh, shared sure. the idea with Google, that he put out software, and then Google is using it with some of their enhancements, and they're trying to patent the whole thing. Can okay. you imagine? Like... You know, I mean, so you've done NEMS. Yeah, I was just thinking that. It'd be like somebody going, ooh, I like the idea of NEMS, but I want to do NEMS with some flair to it. 
And then Nems they, already has flair, Jeff. No, I understand that, but <laughs> you know, and then they patent it, and you're like, um, th- really? Th- this no, is my can't. thing. Yeah, right. Like, I, I, qu- I don't know how the UK rules work, like the European rules as far as patents go, but on the in, as far as court of public opinion. I would 100% side with this guy. Right. Absolutely. He needs to win this because of the the Microsoft buying BitTorrent. GitHub. GitHub, And this, this GitHub. totally brings that to this, mind. So he needs to win that, that so that people who have contributed to GitHub can also fight if the... Microsoft situation tries to patent yeah, some this of those is ideas. Here, right? Microsoft yeah, and, aggregating and the And I did make content. that comment when yeah. that story came out. Right. I mean, this would be a, this is a different scenario, but it's it's not unlike the details of this. Mm-hmm. Right. It's and so I, I hope that I hope he wins and I hope that actually at the end of the day, I would love to see a settlement where mm-hmm. Google's able to use the software or the the compression technology, he gets credit and he gets royalties off every time it's used. I like the way that you think. way. Right. Google can do with it what they want, but he gets a kick of the money that mm-hmm. will continue to provide income for him for now and the rest of his life. That to me would be a win-win scenario. Sure, Google gets what they want, and it supports guy, it supports the whole premise of open source. Like, right. It here does. we're paying into open source. Well, so and you with NIMS, you deal with open source. Imagine if you went up in a legal case up against Google. Oh, I'd be done. Their lawyers would bury you financially mm-hmm. in preliminary objections and all this kind of stuff. And no doubt, that's what Google's probably going to do here. Yeah. So I hope he settles, gets some royalties out of it, gets right. his name on it, and then off he goes. That would be best case scenario. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. Both Dubai and China have rolled out urban robots. It's a terrifying vision of the future. A robot police officer with dark eyes and no discernible mouth that can identify criminals and collect evidence. The RoboCop, complete with a police hat that to give it that eerie, uncanny valley feel, was shown off in Dubai last June. But since then, what has it done? Pal Robotics, the company behind the robot, shed some light on its duties, which makes the robot seem more like a tourist guide than a police officer. This robot joined the Dubai police to help citizens in an innovative and engaging way, and it is located now in tourist attractions and shopping malls. (laughs) While describing the robot as a means of citizens to contact police, the company points out its current capabilities. The robot can provide useful information in multiple languages thanks to its software and can also guide people to a requested point of interest. The robot is a part of a wider move to make the region's police services, services smarter, which will include many more computer-controlled, unstaffed police stations. The Dubai government wants robot police to make up 25% of the force by 2030. I don't like this. You don't like it? I don't like this. You know what I have to say? Here's what I have to say about this. I also don't like it. Oh, yeah! I know. When have you ever agreed on anything? Just now. That has to do with robots. And here's why. Now, the reasoning will be completely different. Right. Sure. I am pro-robot, like, all the way. But when do you need the police? You need the police in times of emergency. And in times of emergency, what if there's a power outage? Or what if there's a, a, some sort of crash technologically? And if 25% of the police force, or perhaps more by then, is a, a fried robot or a bugged robot, where do people go for help? They, they, 
don't have a person to help them. One, robots can see in the dark, so power outages don't affect them. Okay. Human police officers cannot see in the dark. That's true. Two, robots are omnipresent. Police officers are not. (laughs) They can put robots everywhere. Yes. They don't get tired. They don't take a salary. They don't need to eat. They don't need to take a smoke break or a pee break. Right. And they can then call on that police officer, the human police officer, and bring them to the scene should they be required. Right. So I do like the idea in regular policing. I don't like the idea in like a tragic occurrence where all of a sudden we actually need real help and all we have is robots and what if they are mm. part of the problem that's like, like saying a- though i i need a police officer but all we have is mall cops i see what you're saying <laughs> no offense to mall cops but right. similar kind of scenario like i don't carry a gun I don't carry a weapon of any sort. I have no power. I have no jurisdiction beyond, I can say, you're not allowed to leave the mall. But if you choose to, you can, because I really can't tackle you or anything like that legally. Right. I mean, this is really actually no different than, like, the CCTVs. I'm thinking Canada. It might be different in the United States. They're all carrying guns. (laughs) They're able to tackle. Sure. I know that in in countries that have, like, a lot of CCTVs, like, I'm thinking, like, the UK has a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) um well this is similar to that in that it's probably just a robot that's recording things that probably gets fed back to hopefully a person watching there we go what big brother that's my issue oh you don't like the privacy thing the big brother effect (laughs) that's what i don't like about it's already happening okay so first off i want to go back to something that like the two of you were just debating on robots being able to save the day r2d2 mic drop okay so, but as far as the privacy concern, sorry. Uh, now I want them to look like R2-D2. <laughs> I know. I, hope I absolutely do, actually. Do. Then, yeah. I'll, then I'll love them all the time, even in an emergency. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Who but would no. ever do crime if there's an R2-D2 walking around? I know. Watching. Rolling around. Let's be clear. Well. He doesn't walk. You know uh, there's I mean. the one scene where, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, my issue here is privacy. So, it's one thing to have a walking kind of humanoid type uh, directional map device that says, go here. Uh, I mean, you can just do a sign and it'll do the same thing that you could talk to it. What I don't like about it is the fact that this will have connectivity to the police station, which makes it sound like I'm going down, you know, oh, we want to be able to commit crimes. It's not the case. But if you don't have proper regulations and oversight on how the data that is collected by that robot is used and stored, you could be Joe Blow citizen on the street, right. and there's the potential that anything you do could suddenly show up and burn you. Like maybe it's sitting there helping somebody out, and you happen to jaywalk. Not a big deal to jaywalk, but if the visual, the video feed of it goes back to the police station, catches you on, next thing you know, you got a ticket showing up at your door by robot delivery bot, and then he goes off to do his pizza, and you got a ticket for jaywalking. I, I realize this is kind of like a far-fetched example, but... What kind of dystopian universe do you live in, Jeff? No, this is the way, this is the potential we have to go. Look at the issues you, we've had with Facebook but and releasing all that data. how great would it be if it. every, if, if you drove past these robo-cops, robo and they could tell if you were texting and driving? That's perfect. That's life-saving. 
sure. at the end of the day, let's be clear. Your phone can tell you if you're texting and driving. But you have to it have should. a police officer catch you. But they could change the rules so that your phone automatically tickets you. Wouldn't that I'm be back, cool? I'm back oh, to now disagree. I'm like totally on phones. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it's got a GPS chip. If you're traveling more than 10 kilometers an hour and texting, it should set off an alarm. Uh, sure. It should turn off its own screen. Sure. Yeah. So, but my whole issue with this it is, the, text is, the, your mother. is the the Tell privacy your concern that comes with it, and what I mean, you okay, know that but somebody's flipped gonna... that, Jeff. What if the robot, rather than giving information, and it will, yeah, rather than giving information to the police, was able to access the police database and right. utilize it? So <gasps> now that robot is able to spot a criminal that no human has been able to track down, like Amber right. Alerts. Okay, but that now be super that's another helpful great example. Amber with alerts. that, it's now tracking every person's face. It but already, already that happens. I understand that. It already can't happens. Stop it, Jeff. I, uh, but this—that's my concern. I'm not saying we can stop it. I'm just saying that's my concern. See, I like all of the things that are your concern. My concern is that we're going to rely too heavily on them, and then they're going to fail us. Uh, but <laughs> it's one thing to have this as a tool. Tool. It's another thing when it becomes abused, and that's my concern: is that it has the potential to be abused if there's not proper regulatory oversight. Right. Technology is a wonderful thing. I like robots. I don't want them to go dealing with grandma's recipes in the kitchen, but there needs to be proper regulatory oversight before we lose all individuality and having your own freedom and privacy. Your thoughts. <laughs> I'll let Jeff have the last word on this one because we're moving to another story. <laughs> <All right. laughs> a couple who admitted to stealing more than $1.2 million worth of goods from Amazon has been sentenced to nearly six years in jail. Aaron and Leah Finnan had previously pled guilty to charges of, fraud, of postal fraud and money laundering, and we spoke about them back on episode 525 last October. Here's an updated warning to anyone who thinks that they can scam Amazon. The couple exploited Amazon's customer service policy by claiming electronics that they ordered were damaged and receiving replacements at no charge. Prosecutors said that the sentence should serve as a warning to others. U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of Indiana, Josh Minkler, said consumer fraud is not only unjustly enriching the perpetrator, it causes all of us to pay a higher retail price. He then reminds people to those who seek to exploit the convenience of online shopping through fraud, remember this case. You will be caught, you will be prosecuted, and you will go to federal prison for a long time. And then, we presume, he dropped his mic and walked off the stage. The couple used hundreds of fake identities to order gadgets from Amazon, then reported fake issues with the devices that led to replacements being sent out, which they sold on for profit. They were due to be sentenced last November, but it was delayed after they were accused of defrauding yet another internet retailer. So... Whoops. Yep. Don't do it. Yeah. You know... It yeah, I, I don't in any way condone their action, but I have been bothered by this because it's a policy of Amazon. What is? Not all products have to be returned. So we, we okay. our dog had... So um, you just expect people are going to exploit that because... No, but you're making it too easy. So I, I purchased something off Amazon for our dog. Uh, we're trying a natural homeopathic remedy to, to address a health issue. Mm -hmm. And what I bought, um, I think it was about a $60 bottle of oil. 
and Amazon sent the wrong one. But it came from the warehouse just down the road in Mississauga. Like, Mm. it's an hour drive from my house. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it showed up, it was the wrong device. Or not device, but it was was the wrong product within the same product line, but the wrong one. So I contacted them and said, you sent me the wrong one. Uh, I can ship this back. And they said, don't worry. And the advice that they gave me from the agent was, just pour it out. We'll send you a new one. Mm. I was happy to put it back in the mail and ship it to them because mm-hmm. it's a $60 item. But for yeah. Amazon, I, they didn't care. And I'm thinking, I, I work not far from you. I can even drop it off at your wares. That's no, a just tough pour call, it out. Right. The fact that that was their policy and that was their response. The reason for that is easy. just that they would have to pay to get it picked up, brought back, and then they would have to pour yeah. it out, right? So it's a it's, cost to the them. That's the thing. They can't resell right? a but liquid. They could have. It still had that so seal on it. You know that. You, you know that. You no, could no, have it was, put... It was, it was wrapped in like that plastic shrink wrap right. where right. it's got like, the perforated edges. So mm. it, it, you could you, see that it wasn't used. You could have tampered with that. You really could have. I guess. But if you were a bad person, which you're not. So you're, yeah. you're accusing Amazon. I'm going to take it back to Tylenol in the 1980s. Okay. Like, people tampering with packaging has changed a lot of the rules. Sure. And a, and a company like Amazon needs to make sure that right. customers are satisfied. And if you went through a frustrating process to get the right product, you're never going to return. And sometimes Amazon and any good business will will take the cost of business as, okay, I need to, the customer's always right. That's what you hear, right? Right. So if a customer is upset about something, and and in my case, I do service. So the worst case scenario is I've done a lot of hours worth of work and I've billed a customer and they don't want to pay for it. Customer's always right. I can fight it or I can keep them 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 happy. happy. So, yeah. they so the, pay there's for the a real time. fine line. Absolutely. I know. And I mean, in this case, 100% they were wrong. It was fraudulent. Sure. Yes. But, yes. but there's, yeah. a, there's a part of the policy that they exploited. I'm, and I think if Amazon just closed that loophole, yeah. this I'm wouldn't have been a big issue. I'm shocked that Amazon doesn't ask for picture evidence because I used to have a phone sure. case that, that right. was lifetime warranty. Yep. Um, I've changed phones since, so I don't have it. But it, it ended up with a defect on it. And I called them because it was lifetime warranty and they said take a picture of it send it to us and we'll send you a new one right Mm -hmm. that makes sense right prove that it doesn't work yeah i can't even i can't even log into facebook because i right that's right (laughs) right yeah so that's rough but you know what it really just it hurts everybody to defraud the system like that and you feel like you are not stealing from anyone when you're stealing i guess from the computer but you are everybody pays higher prices there there are real companies that put their products to amazon they're losing out everybody yeah now they're gonna use delivery robots so that if you try to defraud them they can shoot you in the face i think that they shouldn't shoot you in the (laughs) face maybe with a picture they should take a picture of your face and send it back to the grid (laughs) see we just looped all those stories (laughs) how do we do it how do we do it (laughs) a software bug meant millions of facebook users may have unknowingly i i can't i I don't have a clue (laughs) what what that said unknowingly posted private information to the public the glitch set on a user's 
post to be shared to everyone, even if a user had previously chosen a more restricted option, such as friends of friends. Users who may have been affected will be notified on the site's news feed. Here's what Aaron Egan, Facebook's head of privacy, said. To be clear, this bug did not impact anything people had posted before, and they could still choose their audience just as they always have. We'd like to apologize for this mistake. The glitch was active between May 18th and 22nd, but it took the site until May 27th to switch posts back to private or whatever the user had typically used before the bug became apparent. While relatively minor compared to recent issues facing the company, the glitch is a Another embarrassing slip up for a firm already under heavy fire over privacy concerns. That is troublesome because I use those features just to make sure that my public persona is separate from my personal persona right. in communicating with friends and family that right. you know are in person. So if I post things about my kids or, you know, if they do a concert and I'm putting pictures up of them at their school, those are things that I wouldn't want to be publicly accessible. Right. Right. Absolutely. But yet I would post on Facebook knowing that they are in the public, but at least I've got them set so that only my mom can see them. Right. Exactly. Right. And I mean, if you work in any sort of uh, law enforcement field, you'll know that a lot of the employees will have super secure profiles mm -hmm. because they don't want their you yeah. know clients to be able to look them up so you could have right. a four-day window here where all of their public information is out there and i mean from a personal example i've experienced this mm. i used to be a correctional officer working at a jail i had my right. site locked down super tight and I didn't realize that Facebook at the time, I don't know if they still do, had a, a thing where when they update the privacy policy, everything go ba goes back to public access. Uh. Yeah. And I had one of our clients contact me after being released, and the message was, you have a beautiful family. And Hello. by client, you mean prison inmate? Yes, somebody had served their time that did not like me. So that right there sets off red flags. I'm going, okay, now yes. I need to talk about, you know, physical safety for my family like police were involved in everything but at I least this made you move to Barry, and so then you can that's be right. on our nothing show. happened it was great exactly you know, changed your name and you know that's right no, I mean, dyed your hair program. yeah no, he's not actually a redhead did you know that <laughs> yeah. that's right i'm not actually here believe it or not Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> telepresence but in a situation like this where there's been a big screw up if you have somebody who's got a lockdown profile where mm -hmm. all of a sudden this information is out there you could have a potential security breach oh yes it's yeah. true mm -hmm. it's you have to just always remember that if it's online, it's likely not private. Well, that is true. You know? Big thanks to Roy W. Nash and our community of viewers for submitting stories to us this week. Thanks for watching the Category5.tv newsroom. Don't forget to like and subscribe for all your tech news with a slight Linux bias. And for more free content, be sure to check out our website. From the Category5.tv newsroom, I'm Sasha Rickman. I'm Robbie. I'm Jeff. It's been great having you here this week. Folks, don't forget to head on over to Patreon, cat5.tv slash Patreon, and see if you'd like to support this broadcast and what we do. Mm -hmm. We'd love to have you as one of our patrons. Oh, and there are perks. We would. There are perks. Yes. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.